My novel Finding Home is available for purchase on February 20th in everywhere that books are sold. One reader called it a spiritual experience embedded in pure drama. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Tell a fantastic story, but reveal all the layers of spiritual truth that were in the prodigal son parable when Jesus told it. But we miss it with our Western eyes. You will be amazed at the Father's incredible love for you. You can find out more on my website, susankamacias.com backslash finding dash home. You know, now that the kids are gone, I'm pretty sure that my empty nest needs less stuff. As I think about my second half callings that I think God is beckoning me to do, I've decided I need to downsize my stuff so I can upsize my impact. I'm glad you're here for episode 40, where we'll talk about why this matters. I'm so glad you found the We're Not Done Yet podcast, a special place for emptiness moms who are trying to find out what Jesus wants them to do next. I'm Susan Macias, author of the book, Unceasing, A Parent's Guide to Conquer Worry and Pray with Power, and the devotional, 31 Days Praying for My Daughter. Sister, the Lord places special calls on this emptiness stage of our life, so let's help each other figure out what to do next, because we're not done yet. I'm so glad you could join me today, and I want to take just a second to say thank you to those of you who have been leaving reviews um, for the podcast. That really helps other people find it. And thank you if you're sharing it with your emptiness friends. You know, just think about how many of us are around that could be having this second half calling, the impact we could have on our churches and our society. So thanks for sharing the podcast. Thanks for those reviews. It is more help than you realize. I also want to let you know that I have a new Facebook page called We're Not Done Yet, where I'm going to share a bunch of stuff about this podcast. It's only going to have stuff to this audience, and it's a place where we can also help each other, maybe ask each other questions about this period of time, how we can help one another, that we can share this message that God's not done with us yet. We can talk about all things emptiness over there. It's a safe place. So today we're going to talk about um, why our emptiness needs less stuff. And I want to let you know this is the beginning of a series. It's going to be going on this June of 2021. Um, And It's really, I have become convinced through some life circumstances, but also through just thinking through this, that if I want to go into this second half calling, light and lean and able to move and able to be effective for the Lord with the energy that I have left... I've got to have less stuff to manage. I mean, I just have to. And so this is the beginning of a new series that is um, going to go with a challenge I'll tell you about at the end of the podcast um, to downsize our stuff so we can upsize our impact. We come to the empty nest, most of us, with a lot of stuff. I mean, my nest might be empty of kids, but it is full of everything else. And a lot of it isn't even mine. Most of my kids' memories, their stuff that they, you know, squirreled away over the years, they don't really want to get rid of it, but they don't really want to take it with themselves either. And so that leaves it with me. And so we have school projects, we have trophies and certificates and old uniforms, memorabilia from trips. And I have all those quirky little gifts that they gave me through the years that I treasure and love, but it can add up. Now, as a homeschooling mom, I've always wondered the question of how long do I need to keep 
their first through third grade papers just to prove that we actually did do school during those years. Can I get rid of it? And would that be okay? And then there's another side of this, because six of my seven kids have moved out, moved on with their lives. And I'm realizing that I have a lot of things that were designed when I was cooking for a family of nine, lots of big pots and pans. And I mean, I still need a few of those for when we're having a big family gathering, but I just don't need as much even kitchen stuff as I used to need. And then there's things that we used to do. For instance, an example would be camping. Like we have a lot of camping stuff, but quite frankly, if I'm going to go camping these days, we're going to rent a trailer and I'm just going to get some stuff out of my kitchen and we're going to go. So besides a really good flashlight, there's not much that I need anymore. We have about 15 balls that I found in the garage from basket to volley to kick. It's just all the balls, some of which are totally flat and would never work again anyway. Why have I never thrown this stuff away? I'm used to keeping things just in case. I would pass things down from child to child. It was economical. It was good use of things. But now I'm kind of overloaded. And I'm realizing that there's a problem with all this stuff that I need to get rid of it. But it's been hard to get started with a huge downsizing. And so I had to sit down and think about my why. And that's always for me my first step. If I know why I'm doing something, putting in time and energy, then then it helps me keep going. So I'm going to share with you today some whys. We will have more practical podcasts coming up that will help in the process. But today is a big picture. Why should we get rid of stuff? My first reason, I need freedom and energy. Because quite frankly, the older I get, the more tired I get. And stuff takes energy to manage and to organize. I was talking to a friend who went through this huge downsizing, completely like a whole household went down to about half and then went down almost 80% from there. She said, you would not believe the freedom I feel by not having all that stuff. And the second she said it, I was like, yep, I want that. Second reason, I want more time with my people. I can either spend time managing my stuff and cleaning it up, or I can spend time with people. And that's where I want my time to go. Another reason is I want to be free to pursue my second half calling. And just like there's less energy, there seems to be less time. I had this mistaken vision that as I got older and the kids moved out somehow, I'd have more time available. And that really has not materialized. And no empty nest mom that I have talked to feels like they have time on their hands. So I don't really know the explanation of that. I just know that I have to budget my time very, very well. And I want my time to go into my family and my calling. Another reason is I want to obey the command for hospitality. I want to have people in my home. And it sounds strange because we're getting ready to downsize our house. And so if we're in a smaller house, how are we going to have hospitality? It's just easier. I have, we'll be closer in town. I have less stuff to do. I'm going to feel a little more margin for people to come over and have a dinner with us and gather around the table and talk about the Lord. And the last reason is that I have an accumulation of a lifetime, and I think a lot of that can bless others. There's things that I have that that are emotional to me, and it's just that these books sitting on the shelves, you know, I have great memories of them, but they're not being read, and there are families that could use them and be blessed by them. Wouldn't that be a better choice? Those whys, all of those whys, 
very much helped me think through, this is a great thing. There's a great outcome on the other side of a very hard venture. I want my empty nest to have less stuff and to be more refined and curated to make me and my husband more productive and energetic in the years we have left. So if the Lord is leading us into this hard thing and these new changes that we're facing, we need to be able to do them. Our big change is that we are selling our house that we've been in for 18 years, and we're downsizing to about half of the square footage. And that's a big deal. Because you know what? God isn't done with us yet. We're not done yet with change. We're not done yet with moving. We're not done yet with God calling us to things. And so we're going to have to downsize. And that same friend that I told you about that had majorly downsized, when I started talking to her and, you know, getting the the fear in the eyes going, I don't know, I'm trying, but it's really hard. And she just looked at me. She goes, yep, it's hard. And you're going to think you've downsized a lot. And then you're going to realize you've got a ton more to get rid of. But on the other side of that is a great deal of freedom. So that is what I'm pursuing. And I want to know, do you want to join me? The month of June, I'm going to host a challenge. And it's a downsizing challenge. And as I thought through why I'm I'm downsizing, because I told you my whys matter. This is the title of the challenge. Downsizing my stuff to upsize my impact. And it's so it's the downsize my stuff to upsize my impact challenge. I know it doesn't quite roll off the tongue, but the idea is there. We've got to downsize one side, but guess what? It upsizes something else. So I'm inviting you to join me. And this is what we're going to do. I've never actually done a challenge like this. So we are making up the rules as we go on, but this is how it goes. If you put up a picture of um, share my uh, graphic on downsize to upsize, which will be on my Instagram, or if you just get on and say, hey, I'm joining Susan, I'm going to downsize my stuff and upsize my impact, and you tag me and tag a friend, then you will get entered for a giveaway. And at the end of June, I'm going to give away um three books, the two that I wrote and one that I contributed to and a $25 Amazon gift card. And every time you tag a new friend, then you will get a new entry. And at the end of the month, I'll do a random drawing to choose somebody to get the prize. And all this is, is for us to help each other because I do so much better if I'm accountable. So on Instagram and Facebook, I'm going to be putting on pictures of loads in my car that I'm giving away. Um, some Facebook Lives and Instagram Lives about what I'm doing and trying to get rid of stuff. And as we go through this month, every episode is going to be about downsizing. At the end of the month, we'll have one episode that's the most important. After we've downsized, what's the point? To upsize our impact. I want my empty nest to have less stuff so that I can be effective, I can be available, that it's easier for me to pivot to follow the Lord, that I can be quick to obey Him, and I can be open to any new opportunities He lays at our doorstep. So join me on Instagram or Facebook for all of June for this and jump on the downsizing bandwagon. Think about all the things we could bless others with if we all downsized. Let's have a party. Tag me as you share the picture as you downsize. The more we lighten our loads, the more ready we will be for what God is calling us to do next. We're not done yet. Let's be light and lean and able to follow the Lord quickly. Thanks for joining me today. 
check out my website, susankmacias.com, to find more encouragement and to be empowered toward taking your next step. Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Susan K. Macias. If you enjoyed the podcast, would you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever platform you listen on. Subscribe and share it with a friend who needs some encouragement to pursue God's call. And what about you? What's Jesus calling you to do? Be brave. Take a baby step. Do the next thing. Because you're not done yet.